0: Welcome back to our podcast. This is episode number sixteen. I am Jenny Randolph,
1: and I am Dita Randolph. And I'm not a bit surprised that we've made it to sixteen episodes. It's not a not a thing at all.
0: Good, good. Your reactions are getting better. I, I'm I'm very very I'm like proud Clint of that.
1: Clint Eastwood over here, <laughs> a steely eyed glare So I look at the number sixteen on my piece of paper. Good boy. No problem.
0: So as we gather around, we want to talk about this last weekend that yeah. we had with oh, our teens. Um, we had our spring gathering
1: which and you've is heard sort us of talk about. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kids from all over the place gather. This time we had it in Ocala, Florida, which is you know kind of middle of nowhere and The hotel was actually right across the street from Silver Springs, which is like an old Florida attraction kind of a thing. And we have a friend who wrote a book about those kind of old Florida things. So it's kind of fun just being right across the street. I had been there as a little kid at Silver Springs, and so there's just this thing that happens. And it was so much fun being at a teen retreat because we met when we were teens, and there's that piece of that cycle that goes around.
0: I think there's a desire to sort of give back that's why I think our hearts are there with the kids no question and yeah and and I I love them all I really really do I I absolutely adore them but you know Ocala is kind of known for its forests and there's a lot of natural springs around there mm-hmm. it's also sort of that area is really known um for horses there's a lot of horseback riding in that area it's very pretty it's like <laughs>
1: Rohan with cowboy boots yeah
0: <laughs> but the no but there's actually like little hills and stuff and you wouldn't think there are some I places, felt like I was up north. Yeah, there are some places that you you don't remember that you're in Florida and it was such a beautiful weekend. The weather was so perfect this weekend. It was great. Well, and we
1: were we did as as our listeners know because they've heard us talk about it, as part of every weekend, we do a service project at a Unity church. It's really important for the kids to learn service. It's important for them to feel like they're part of something bigger. I don't even like the word retreat because a retreat, you know, that's going back, and we're engaging. The whole point of this is engaging with the world, and so we spent the the morning over at Unity of Gainesville, Florida, which is yeah, too that far. Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and uh, the kids were outside, and we were all, you know, doing raking leaves and pulling ferns and. Pressure washing and and cleaning gutters and just anything you can think of. And yeah, we
0: scrubbed their playground equipment. We weeded a whole bunch of stuff. We took a bunch of ferns out. I mean, it was it was a lot. We and we um re we helped them with their labyrinth and all all kinds and of cleaned stuff. cleaned out
1: the Minotaur. The whole thing it was <laughs> it was just really great. But I was concerned because sometimes it's really hot outside. But it was just a gorgeous day. And the thing is, those kids are just. Amazing, Jenny. I really admire the fact that you know every kid's name, birthday, when they're going to graduate. I mean, it, it's amazing to me. You've got this this thing that you do. I mean, I love all the kids, and I know all their names, of course. But, but you'll be like, "Hey, how's your cousin Larry doing?" I remember he was going into and and just you you have this amazing level of familiarity with Well those tomorrow
0: kids. is one of their birthdays and um I know her favorite is chocolate cake so I'm going to make her one.
1: So Oh one of know. the ones it's local uh-huh. to. The, yeah. Very cool. But yeah. you know it's it's one of those things and there are a lot of retreats and I spoke a little bit about this last time or maybe the time before. There's little things you can do to get a lot of people to come to these retreats. You know, you you make it cheap. You have you know, you, you, you don't ask a lot of people and, you know, that kind of thing. There's ways. Mm-hmm. And if you really sort of promote it as a social gathering, you can get that. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. There's a sense of unity, community that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But on the other hand, when you really say, look, we're going to know what it is to be a unity person. When you walk out of here on Sunday after having been with us for the weekend, you're going to know what this means and you're going to know what you want to do about it. That's huge, and we work, man. These weekends are work. They're they're therapeutic and and open and accepting and comforting in that kind of a way. But it's not like a spa experience. It's no, it's but work. It,
0: it is work. But that's but I think that that's why it's important that you also include self care. Mm-hmm. That the kids aren't sleeping in. You know. Camping dirty.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, we do places. it in hotels we, always. We, and. Right.
0: And I always make sure that I do all the the food ordering and all the catering and everything like that and I set all of that up and it's really important to feed these kids and and, you know, and make sure that their physical bodies are taken care of, that they have rest, that they have good food. Well, it's spirit, because soul,
1: and body, right? We make sure they're taken care of. We make sure they get unity teachings, and we make sure they do something about it. That's the magic triangle. you know. That's how well, this yeah. whole thing works.
0: But, and the thing is, is it's because if you have ever had to work with a tired, hungry teen, that's not an animal that you want to experience.
1: <laughs> well, that's the other side of it. And, and I got to say there's nothing
0: that's going to get in. If they're if they're physically uncomfortable, spiritual stuff can't get in.
1: Well, and I so, got to say too, there's this thing that happens, you know, if you just if the food's not good, if the 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 lodging is uncomfortable or kind of gross, if they don't get enough sleep, if they don't get enough downtime, if you just wear them out all weekend and underfeed them and overwhelm them, People tend to think they've had a spiritual experience no matter what you're actually talking about. But the test is, can you, okay, you had your experience and your rally high and your rally low and all that. Can you get to the other end of it? Okay, now, what are you going to do differently with your life? Oh, well, I don't know. It's just so open and accepting. Great, that's not enough. We're here to make the world a better place and so we've got to work just a little bit harder and as a result, we have realized that it would be nice if a million people came, but the truth is we never care how many people. The numbers have never been important to us. As I always say, my hero hung around with 12 guys. It doesn't really matter how many, but those people, that crew of people that come to these events, I am so glad to know them. And actually, I, I, we found out that we're going to be speaking in Sarasota, in a couple of weeks, and they've decided to have a lock-in, and a lot of those people are going to come spend the night and be part of the church service. They can't stay away, and that's a heck of a testimony. Yeah,
0: I love that. I love that they want to continue to see each other and to and to grow spiritually together. I was going to say, you know, we're having that sort of faux spiritual experience you know, if you take me and you you keep me from sleeping for about two days, I'm sure I will hallucinate something that's going to make me feel like I've had. Some I saw sort the of
1: Buddha. Yeah, spiritual experience.
0: You know, so it's just like just you know. Not, I'm not
1: impressed. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, it is what it is, and I just think the way that we do these um, is really, really well, and I'm proud of us, and I'm proud of the kids, and I'm proud of everything that we accomplish after these weekends and it always sends me off sometimes i have the experience as i'm preparing and as i'm dealing with all hotel contracts and catering why are we doing every, this yeah you oh, always sure. have that question it's like why do why do i do this only crazy people do this. yeah and we take normal time people, off of work yeah, and we normal put our other stuff aside this. and 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 then yeah, yeah, we get sure. there and i see their faces and i I see the experience and I see the growth that not only they have but that I have and then I it comes you know right in and I go oh okay this is why we do it and I'm reminded every single time so you know maybe if I start with that the next time it'll it'll be it'll be better
1: well uh, the thing that I love oh I love all of that but another thing let's say I love is that because we had it at a hotel, we shared the space with other people who happened to be staying at the hotel, and I noticed you hanging out with this family of older people oh, okay, one of the so mornings. Me... Yeah what the, what was up with that? <laughs>
0: well, you know, it was it was funny. I'm a talker. I, I you you're know, just a
1: natural host everywhere I'm, you go. I am no an question. extrovert.
0: It just it is what it is. But they were so, they were asking me about the kids, obviously. I mean, when you have, you know, 30 plus kids hanging around a hotel, people are going to want to know. And so they were asking me about the kids and I told them that we were, you know, what we were doing and they said, oh, what church? And I said, Unity. And it was really kind of cool because they were Church of Christ. And so it was like, you know, we little bit of... A little bit of wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of a kind of a deal. But anyhow, it, they were um, a group of older siblings. There were seven of them. And they were getting together to celebrate their oldest sister's 90th birthday. Nice. And so they had as much family as they could get. And they were just having the time of their lives. And there was sons and daughters and nieces and nephews and, and all of it. And... Um, the next day, so the next they were going to the church to have the celebration, and then the next day they asked me how our service project went because we m- we were eating breakfast all in the same sort of general area, mm-hmm. and um, they asked me how the service project went, and I asked them how their reunion went, and one of the older guys he was so funny he's like we didn't have any food there were there was no laughing the there was no yeah exactly and and you know there was no family there or no- and so they showed pictures and I got to see all of them but two of the siblings were twins and they were the most adorable thing that I've ever how seen. How did I and not
1: see any I don't, of
0: them? I don't know. But, I was watching
1: you from across the room yeah, like well, I always but am. But it
0: was it was really nice and it just reminded me how important family was and there we were with the teens who you know they're they're in my heart they're part of my family yeah. and, and our kids were there which is family and so it just it reminded me you know going into this holiday of easter about you know family and tradition and how how important that is and how close to my heart it really is and here here they were celebrating you know their sister's 90th birthday i loved that I, yeah, and, I get and it. they were all happy about it so yeah. <laughs> that's oh, they very were cool rare. I, I i talked
1: yeah. to that group a little bit about some other stuff but that's that's really cool.
0: Yeah, they were they were neat people, but Oh,
1: by the way, little tip, if you're in Ocala, we found an awesome coffee place. It's one of the things that I do when we travel, when we're on the road and stuff, I find the the hipster coffee place in that town. And believe it or not, even though Ocala is kind of a kind of a southern kind of place, they have a little bit of a downtown and there's a place called Symmetry Coffee that was awesome, so cool. And one of the things that I liked about it, not to mention, incredible cup of coffee, really really good but they have that thing where, there's a word for it and I can't remember, where you you buy an extra cup of coffee and they, they you move this tag over. I think over it's called
0: like on hold?
1: Something like that. On hold coffee. Coffee in reserve or, or on hold something like that. I don't know. But it was such a nice thing to see that, in. just a simple way to just pay it forward. But it was so much fun being there in that hipster place during our free time and then coming back into sort of a down homey kind of family kind of place. I get the family thing. Those sponsors, the adults that are there, we have been through fire with those people. Mm-hmm. And those are my brothers and sisters in a mm-hmm. very real way. Although I'm not inviting them to our Easter egg hunt.
0: No, well, Easter egg hunt, it gets too competitive.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it gets... And, and we have to explain what that yeah, is. Yeah, so, tell the boys tell the okay. and
1: girls what we're talking about.
0: So, because we have been in church forever, and Sunday Easter... It's a working day. It's a working day. We're up for sunrise service. We're up, you know, helping the, the Sunday school kids hunt Easter eggs. We're up, you know, and, doing and a million, we a love million it, different things.
1: But, but Easter and Christmas, when you're in a preacher's family, they're not the same as when you're in a quote-unquote right. normal family. So
0: we kind of had to do the Easter bunny a little bit different um than most traditional the
1: easter bunny comes a di- just to be careful who, who might be listening to this the easter bunny comes in a different day for us
0: yeah well it well not so much a different day but just in a sort of a different style fair fair you know it was it was always we always had to say you know okay he's gonna he didn't take the eggs and hide them you know but he did deliver easter um, Easter baskets, baskets. But he knew we weren't going to be there, so he didn't bother hiding our eggs kind of a deal. So what we what we have done with the kids since they were little, little, little um, is we always dye two dozen eggs. Everybody gets six. There's four people in our family. Everybody gets six eggs that they dye. Those go in after... Uh, we dye them on Saturday, usually Friday or Saturday. They go in the fridge. And then when we get done... With all of our Easter church business, we take those two dozen eggs and we find a massive field or a park, like a park or, or something like that. And we have a relay, we have a relay race. And so the kids take turn.
1: Well, first, Jenny and I hide. We hide the two dozen yes. eggs. Yes. And each kid gets a carton, and Miles and Reyna would compete to see who could fill their carton first.
0: Right, the who, the the person that gets to twelve first wins that heat, right. and then the kids would hide the two dozen eggs, and then Dieter and I would compete to fill our cartons, and the first person won that heat. after And Then we would go 12. double
1: elimination, and two man in, enter, one exactly. man exactly. So it was a parent there can be against, only one. It was
0: parent against child, and then you know for the for the winner takes all. So we would do three, we would do yeah. three heats of that. And we've been doing that for years. And now that they're adults, it's super competitive. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah.
1: So leave it to us to make it weird. Yeah, well, but, uh, it,
0: but it's one of our traditions. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's. you know, I don't think it would be Easter if we didn't do it. Yeah. So Remember
1: that one year a bird carried one of the eggs off?
0: Oh, squirrels get them, birds, you yeah. know, which makes it even more more competitive because now you're down a couple of eggs right. and so that's why we had to make the rule first one to a dozen instead first, of instead of first one to find first one to, yeah exactly, exactly.
1: given the, the time of year it is and all that and, and in fact when this podcast comes out we got to talk about easter
0: I think it is. It'll be Easter morning when this comes out, and I think that that's appropriate. I would, I'd like, that's the I'd dig like in. to talk about it. Well, I'd I like
1: to, too. That's the dig in this time. This is a big deal. I mean, we're Jesus people. Unity is a Christian tradition, and, and you know, that this is just the center of the whole thing. Christmas is very important, and Christmas is great for a lot of reasons, but this, this is, is the where this the is rubber big, meets yeah, the road. This is the yeah, Yeah, you know.
0: You know, this is the miracle of miracles.
1: This is what we've been waiting for. And in fact, waiting is such a big part of the whole Easter thing. I mean, when you think about, you know, we had Palm Sunday, and a big part of Palm Sunday is people waiting for Jesus to show up. And Jesus has been teasing this whole Easter thing for a while. He's like, guys, this is what's going to happen. I don't want you to freak out, but we have to do this. You know, the whole thing. So people waiting, 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 waiting. And... You know the Easter story, of course, and and a big part of it is Jesus goes away, and then he comes back Mm -hmm. after Easter, Mm -hmm. and then he goes away again. Mm -hmm. And there's that, there's a number of, of on the the flat of it, pieces that I could see that would trip people up. There's that. There's the whole cross thing. Mm -hmm. There's the, what does it all mean? What is the point of all of this? And... And all everything in between. And so talking about Easter, there's a lot of different directions you can go in right away. And one of the, the things that I want to say first of all is, it's time to get off the cross. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're the kind of person that a cross is an important symbol to you, if it reminds you of what's what and it helps, you know, ground your faith, that's great. I I'm not telling people that they shouldn't wear crosses, but I am I, I do want to make sure that we focus on the resurrection and not on the death. To me, focusing on the crucifixion is a little bit like walking out halfway through a movie. I mean, if you must have a cross, have it with nobody on it. Let's say that, you know what I mean? I celebrate the empty cross. You know that that kind of an idea. You know Everybody's got relatives that, no matter what they do, they point out their shortcomings. Oh, I remember that one time your sister tricked you into eating mud, or you know, whatever, whatever silly thing you did when you were a kid. Everybody's got relatives that can't drop it, and you could win the Nobel Prize, write the great American novel, corner the market, and
0: you would still be the stupid kid that did the stupid thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. No matter what you do. Yeah. So to me, it's going to sound silly, but to me. I think that there are a good hunk of Christians that would follow Jesus around and go, Hey, remember that time he got crucified? It's like they can't let it go. And it's just as frustrating.
0: Well, I, I think that probably it's because of the focus on the suffering. Mm-hmm. And if we forget the suffering, if we forget all of that and everything that we, he went through, it kind of negates... Their own suffering, and it it, it their the system starts to crumble because that's not the kind of God, and and you see what I'm saying. So yeah. if you if you chase it, if you chase that rabbit down the hole, you're gonna come up against something that you're gonna have to answer that isn't gonna make any sense. Right. And so I think that that's one of the reasons that they they hang out on the cross, that they get hung <laughs> up on the cross.
1: Yeah. Is literally.
0: People, well, yeah, because it. You can't go forward and make any kind of sense.
1: Well, and it it, it makes me... You're absolutely right. And it makes me think of that time when Raina was like five-ish, I want to say, and we were in Savannah.
0: No, she was three because I was pregnant with Miles. That's right. And it was so hot. I was like seven and a half months pregnant with Miles, and it was so hot, and we went into that Catholic cathedral. And it was
1: gorgeous. And for whatever reason,
0: I love going into old churches. Me too. Uh, There is, you know, and not to sound... Freaky or mystical or anything like that, but there are some places that have memory.
1: Well, and you it's not—it's I mean? not, it's not like, it's like there's magic goes, Ooh, in the or yeah, anything no, like that. But
0: and I don't think that there's like you're magic talking there.
1: about a place that has been dedicated to the spirit, right. Since you know and, for two hundred years or you whatever, can feel and feel it, yeah. You can
0: feel it, and it doesn't usually matter what religion it it particularly is, because I have been in synagogues with the same feeling, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a lot of different yeah. places it doesn't really matter the no the I'm the same way
1: I'm I will go into any church I love that but what was so funny about and I don't know if it's still there I mean obviously this was a long time ago but they had a pretty close to life size yeah it Jesus, was Jesus on the cross um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and Raina little three-year-old Raina being a unity baby didn't know what to make of that she knew it was Jesus
0: yes yeah, she did yeah well, and, and we had t- we had talked about it and you know and it was it wasn't Super gory, but there was there was blood there and so she ran
1: up to it. What did they do to Jesus? Yes, and it occurred to me then and it still resonates with me now that that is a profoundly good question What did they do to Jesus when you think about the fact that the the whole point of his ministry was? triumph healing recovery an end to suffering and in fact a good party you know water into wine the whole deal over and over again jesus goes into a situation and he fixes it sometimes you got to chase the bad guys out with a whip and you know whatever but over and over again jesus i'm here to make you joyful i'm here to help i'm here to heal i'm here to cause you to ask tough questions Mm -hmm. but in the faith that there's an answer i'm part of the answer i'm here to resolve right Mm -hmm. and given the the emphasis on triumph and healing and overcoming, the fact that there are so many Christians who cannot get over the suffering part, I feel like Jesus would go, "What Guys, what does it take? And in fact, part of the point of Easter is to go, Look, I don't know what you're going through. And you know, we're all growing. Everybody's probably going through something. I don't know what you're growing through and going through, but it is not crucifixion level bad right and if that can be overcome if death itself can be overcome then whatever you got cooking you can get through it too and you know here's Jesus who said the works I do you shall do also you know over and over again the point of Easter is the victory and so people spend so much time waiting for something and the whole point of Jesus is words were stop waiting go do something Mm -hmm. and there's something i'm going to talk about in the sunrise service and you're going to hear it here but this doesn't come out until the same day you know i've been telling the easter story over and over again forever you know i'm a preacher but there's something that stuck out in particular for me this time and i'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about it i think i'm still pulling together what i'm going to say but i think it's going to be in there after easter you know, Jesus is crucified, goes in the cave, roll away the stone. He sees mm-hmm. his shadow, two more weeks of winter. Exactly. No. Um, he, A bunny and some <laughs> eggs and thrown Punk's in there. And fill. Yes. But, no, Jesus, the whole crucifixion thing happens. Roll away the stone. He's not in there, the whole thing. In the Gospel of Luke, it says some of the disciples were walking down the road, and they see this guy. It's Jesus, but somehow they don't know They it's don't Jesus. recognize him, And Jesus right? basically says, hey, what are you guys looking so bummed out about? They're like, don't you know what's up? These bad, this bad thing happened. They took our hero away. We don't know where he is. We don't know what this means for us. And they don't recognize Jesus by seeing him. He travels with him for a while. They don't recognize him by talking to him. And they're even talking about Jesus stuff. You know, <laughs> healing, victory, happiness. He's like, well, what was it all about? You know, kind of playing, playing dumb, I guess. And... uh it's so funny and depending on your bible translation but it basically says he acted like he had somewhere else to go but they begged him to stay and have food with him so it's like the big put is like undercover boss with with boss with a capital b i guess but um they don't recognize him by talking to him they don't recognize him by traveling with him they don't recognize him by seeing him but they go in and they start to eat and jesus blesses the bread and breaks it. And they remember who it is. Now, I think that's beautiful for all kinds of reasons. Obviously, it reminds them of when he fed the multitudes, when he blesses the bread and breaks it. Obviously, it reminds them of what happened at the Last Supper. But I think there's a deeper message there. We're not here to just walk with each other. You know, so often, uh, religion and, and spirituality, we think we're supposed to just make it okay for each other to walk the path with people, that's only part of it. And we're not here to just talk. You can't recognize Jesus until he does something. Something. And that is what we are called upon to do, to go do. And and that's the thing. Jesus leaves, you know, crucifixion, Mm -hmm. comes back, resurrection, and then he leaves again. And he leaves again for the reason that you know. He even says so in, in the And at the end of the Gospels, he says, Look, guys, I can't hang out because you're never going to get it. You're never going to understand that you've got to fix this. And I have to say, humanly, I understand that because why would you bother?
0: Right. I mean, even if on a much, much smaller scale... You know, our kids do that to us where it's just like, you know, well, aren't you going to fix that? Aren't you going to deal with that? And even Raina, she's like, well, you know, I'm not going to, you're a really good cook. Why would I even go down and try to make dinner? Because you got this handled. Right. And it's that same phenomenon right? where where your children, if, if you have it handled, they're, you know, they don't see a point to it, especially teenagers that have you know, their own life and everything else where you have to sort of drag him back in and say, no, I'm really not going to do that for you. You need to, well, and, you need to do this. And
1: there's really only one story, right? And right. That Jesus goes away. The sheriff rides off into the sunset. It's important that the Wizard of Oz leaves with Dorothy in the balloon at the mm-hmm. end.
0: Because people have to figure it out.
1: They have to figure it out. Otherwise, they're just sheep. You ever get the impress- impression that the people in the Kingdom of Oz were idiots? You know, they're helpless. The wizard has to leave so that they can go about the business of living their lives and learning and growing. And Jesus basically says that. And he says, look, it's going to be okay because I leave with you the Holy Spirit. And that the idea is when you're full of the Spirit, you do stuff.
0: And it's, they did. They, yeah. they, the, the apostles, the they, disciples, is, which became apostles, right. they went out and they started doing stuff. By the and, way,
1: Bible moment. They're called disciples while Jesus is around. After Jesus is gone, they're called apostles. That's the difference between disciples and apostles. If you're ever on Jeopardy, now you know, and yeah, kick back a couple of dollars to your old friends over here.
0: <laughs> but so, but yet yeah, they, 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 they do. They go and they do. And I think that that is such a powerful part of the Bible. And they have to do in the face of adversity. Which, yeah. and, and dealing with the same stuff that Jesus dealt with.
1: But they had to do it on their own. And they had to do. That's the thing. That's the Easter message. Stop getting hung up on. The cross. Mm-hmm. Literally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Stop getting hung up on the suffering. Don't be that relative that says, hey, remember that one time that you weren't so good? Don't do that to Jesus. and Don't do it to yourself.
0: What's that bumper sticker that says... Get off
1: the cross, somebody else needs the wood? Yes, exactly. I think that is a Dolly Parton quote. Is it? it? Well, it's either... Here's the funny thing. It's either Dolly Parton or RuPaul. And when you really think about it, there's a lot of overlap there. There might
0: be the same amount of wigs involved there. Yeah. So that's okay. But I love that. It's They're like, both you know, heroes, get by to, the
1: way. Yes, they Sometime are. Sometime we got to get RuPaul on the podcast. RuPaul says that we are all God in drag. Yes. In other words, the truth about us is this divine thing and everything else is just a, just a pretense. Right. And, and I kind of love that and it's actually kind of part of the Easter thing. It is. Well, you know, we go hunting for eggs and, you know, that's not something that Jesus and the disciples did. But people know that that's like a pagan symbol for life and mm-hmm. that's not really part of the Christian thing or whatever. I got it. But I love it that what we're really doing is hunting around for life. Yeah. You know, you're and that's what we're all doing all the time. We're looking, we're trying to look under the leaves, under the rocks, under the the superficial parts of existence and find what really matters. That's the Easter message. And you know what, whether you know it or not, you're hunting for life.
0: Well, yeah, God needs your hands and your feet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we are, you know, we're God with skin on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is that is exactly what we're here to do to do something, yeah. You know, and I think that that is just—it's very powerful. And I love the way that we do Easter, and it's such a beautiful reminder. And I'm I'm really looking forward to um, the Easter service. And if you're listening to today, Happy Easter! And just we hope that you celebrate this day with your loved ones and in remembrance of life and love and family and get out there and do something even if it's a relay race with your family yeah hunting for easter don't
1: judge by appearances bless it and break it in other words get past the outer crust and get to what really matters that's the secret to easter
0: amen i love that We're moving into our Listen Up segment. And do you have a question?
1: Yes, I do. This question comes from Eddie M. Thank you, Eddie M. It's not Eddie Murphy I checked. Thank you, Eddie M. Um, That would be cool. That would be pretty great. Um, Eddie M asks, what happened to me? No, anyway, Eddie, Eddie M says, people ask me if I've been saved, and I don't know how to answer that question. I know what they want me to say. What should I say? And Eddie, first of all, thank you. It's a great question, and it comes up an awful lot. One of the things that we've hit pretty hard, and we will continue to do so, is learn how to speak Christian, because you're a Christian. There's a lot of Christians who believe differently than you. That's okay. Learn how to speak the language, and there's room for dialogue, growth, healing, the whole deal.
0: Whenever I'm asked that question, I go, Yep. And yep. I go on my way.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? And that's actually pretty great. Yeah, it done. is. Done. Done. You know? Over. Are you saved? Yes.
0: Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Yeah.
1: You know, Have the whole the lambs,
0: thing. Are the lambs silent, Clarice? Clarice.
1: Um, but you know I what? I
0: butchered that quote. That is not what he says. Uh, but what uh,
1: I'm it? at peace with it. But the thing is, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Because, and actually this ties back in with the Easter thing. Something's gotta be sacrificed, man. Something's gotta go away. Something has gotta die in order for you to live. The old ideas, the old stuff, the baggage, the whatever it is, something's gotta go. You gotta take out the garbage. So have you been washed in the blood of that sacrifice? I bet you have. But you know what? It's not gonna be the last time. The thing is, we're not super crazy about the idea that there's this one-time moment, like turning off a light switch, when all of a sudden you're done.
0: Wouldn't that be easy? Oh, goodness. Yeah, but it would be that, boring, It would dude. be, it would, but be, it would, you know, I mean, there there is a part where I I see the appeal. You go in, you do it one time, you're done, and you can act like a jerk for the rest of all time. <laughs> yeah, because I got, I've been, yeah, you know exactly. what it makes me
1: think of? Like that movie Goodfellas, where it's like Tommy got made, you know, he's in the, he's yeah, a he made did. man. He he's in the yeah. mob. He's well, untouchable. He really. he well, had, hey, he was, spoilers. He was but, um, Yeah, well, you know, poor Bobby De Niro. Uh, but anyway anyway he's hitting that phone when he finds out what happened anyway it's not a one time thing have you been saved yes i have and i hope to be again, again cuz you know again, what it's going to come up you look at the story of jesus and there's continual stuff to overcome mhm it's not as though the story of jesus is at the beginning there was some struggle and he got over it and then everything was smooth sailing that's not the story to be a disciple of christ does not mean that you don't have stuff to overcome. In fact, it's going to continue. And as, as you know, if you're listening to this, you're living this life, you know that there are problems that you have in front of you to tackle that a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, whatever, would have destroyed you.
0: Well, I'm thinking of a little of a little person, you know, trying to tie their shoes for the very first mm-hmm. time. I mean, that's frustrating. You remember when Miles was little and he was learning to write letters? I mean, and he, he said, was like, three. "My A's
1: are wiggly. I'm never writing and again." He threw yeah. the
0: pencil. And he said, "I'm <laughs> never writing A's ever again." And he was, and he was so frustrated and so disappointed in himself. And you know, that we we laugh and we joke about that. But for that little three and a half year old, that was a real that was a real deal in that moment. But now, so now not now, so much.
1: Yeah. Because And now uh, his
0: A's look pretty much the same. He has terrible handwriting. Yeah, but no, but but that, that's not what no, he doesn't he's care. He's gonna graduate
1: <laughs> from college in about five minutes. Right. And the the point is you are going to have bigger things to overcome because the universe needs things to be overcome. You know, everything before this moment was practiced for this moment. And you're gonna get bigger and bigger things, and you're gonna get stronger and stronger. You're gonna be able to overcome it. Stop looking for a one-time salvation. Now, I will say, have you been saved? Yes, because you know what? I know who I am. Have you been saved through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ? Yeah, I have. Because I know that I can look at that Easter morning miracle and recognize that there is nothing too big, that the Christ in me is mighty to handle whatever it is that I have in front of me. And furthermore, I know that it's not me who does the work. I got that. And that is a one-time thing that doesn't have to ever change. But what you do about it from moment to moment is going to be a perpetual process. Thank God, because otherwise it is so boring. Without stuff to overcome, well, you're just like one of the citizens of Oz. You're just like one of the disciples not trying all that hard because Jesus is going to clean up after
0: you. Well, stagnation is death, you know, staying still. I mean, they call it the Dead Sea for a reason. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those. So I think sort of to wrap up this whole idea, if someone asks you, if you are saved, you say yes.
1: Thank you, Winston Zeddemore. Yeah, no, it's, it's really true. It's really true. Have you been saved? Yes. And have you been saved by the sacrifice of Jesus? Yes, I have. But not because I think God is holding his own kid for ransom and somehow explain the extortion mentality there. No, because I recognize that something in me had to die in order for this new version of me to come out will that happen again yeah maybe so i'm open to it pretty sure of it in fact but here i am saved because i know who i am
0: i love that you're on fire tonight good job (laughs) i hope that answered your question i think it did i think we did a good job
1: Okay, so now we check it out, and that's when we tell you what it's all about.
0: So, with apologies to the
1: Beastie Boys. Uh, no, this is our schedule our, our upcoming things for the next month or so. And uh, on uh, obviously, when you hear this, we will have done the sunrise service at Stroud Park in St. Pete. So you missed it. Where were you? But uh, no, it was great. I know it's, it was great. It's
0: and, Yes, it's going to be wonderful, spectacular, best service ever.
1: It's gonna will have been great.
0: Gonna will have. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love it. Um, and uh, April 23rd, we're at Unity of Sarasota down in Sarasota, Florida. Excited about that. Excited that these kids have planned a lock in for I know, the night before. just
0: like their little oh. people just did this. It's amazing. I love love it, it,
1: love it, love it. Looking forward to a cup and of there's coffee. Two, at there's two Perk. services at, yes, at Sarasota. Yes, there's a, an early service and a late service. Check out Unity of Sarasota's website or go to unitysociety.com slash events.
0: And yes, I will take you to Perk Coffee.
1: The, yes, yes you will. Um, on uh, May the 2nd, that's a Tuesday, I'm going to start a seven-week series on Unity in the Bible at First Unity, and you can go to firstunity.org, uh, check that out. But once again, seven weeks, you don't have to have any experience with it. People have been asking me what Bible translation, and there are some that I like. I like the New, New American, American and yeah. the New Revised Standard, but honestly, get the one that you grew up with, you know, because I want that brings something to the table as well.
0: Well, I just think it's interesting, you know, to look at all the translations. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But those are those classes start at 7 p.m. every yeah,
1: Tuesday. Yeah, 7 8.30 every Tuesday for seven weeks.
0: Yeah, and then on May 21st, you are doing the service solo. This will be the first time in a long time without yes, me. Yes, ma'am. I know. You're going to miss me. I already do. <laughs> so Dieter's Fly and Solo at First Unity He's doing both services there on May 21st. And as always, you can find us on Facebook. On Twitter, on Instagram, all at the handle at the Unity Society, and so come find us. Come say hi. You can come and find me at my personal Instagram at Jenny A Randolph,
1: and I'm Dieter underscore Randolph. I posted a thing today on Instagram because I had ordered some books from Amazon, and one of them was about Jesus, and one of them was a comic book about a samurai from the past who's in the future and he he fights cannibals and giant robots. So yeah,
0: yay. And don't you have a Twitter handle?
1: Yes, it's at Dieter.
0: Okay, I, th- I think that that kind of that's a prestige
1: us. moment. Is, yes, is, it uh, is.
0: Well, I think that I am Jenny Randolph, so I think I'm pretty. I I couldn't get Jenny because I mean, hello. You know that's a that's a very common name, but I think I got my first and last name, which is that's Jenny Randolph. Cool. Is still. you didn't have to
1: go with like the real no, Jenny no, Randolph. No, I have.
0: Whatever. So I was I was pr- I was right there. I was pretty early. No, too. we're rolling pretty hard. We're we like the Jeffersons. De- yeah, yeah, it is moving um. on up. So, uh, Dieter. No. Yes, say yes. Yes. Um, Dieter. (laughs) Yes? Let's wrap it up.
1: The point of Easter is life. That's it. Not death, not suffering, not remembering what a wonderful, wonderful man did in history. The point of Easter is get on with your life. Live it to the fullest. Find something that makes you feel alive every moment. That's really what you're looking for. Find the egg, so to speak. Don't be fooled by appearances. And and don't be satisfied with just talking to people or or making it okay for others, walking their journey with them. Those things are nice things. Nice people do those things. But the real test is do something about it. Break the crust of outer appearances and bless what you have in front of you so that you can multiply what's good. That's the secret of Easter, is do something about it. No more waiting for your ship to come in or the lottery ticket or for your prince or princess charming to fix you. You ever tried to be fixed by another person? Didn't work out so good, did it? The good news is you're already wonderful. Now show somebody.
0: This podcast is recorded at Pinfeather Studios on the fabulous orange couch.
1: (laughs) And our sound engineer is the handsome and strong Raina Randolph. She and the lovely and talented Miles Randolph are responsible for all of the music that you hear.
0: This podcast is fully supported by you.
1: And you know what that means. It means that it is on you to help us. We need you to share this podcast with somebody. Find a way to email a link or tweet it or Facebook it or something it. Let the world know about this. And also, and this is the big deal, go to wherever you are listening to this podcast. Whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or Google Play or Amazon, whatever it is. However you're listening to this, I guarantee you there is a way to leave a review. So leave the best review you can. I'm asking for five stars because that's how this whole thing works. That helps us get promoted, helps other people learn about what we're doing, and that helps everybody.
0: Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful, wonderful, happy, happy week.
1: And a good
0: Easter. And a good Easter. Happy Easter, everybody.